Hello, everyone. Wow, you awake yet? Anybody home? Yes, that's the way. <laughs> Praise God. We shouldn't be weak this time of the morning. Because in God, there's always new things. I mean, this morning, we're still in the um, subject of the years of victory, where we, like, where this morning I'm going to speak about how we can be winner of our future. Brothers and sisters, do you believe that God has prepared a beautiful future for us? Once again, do you believe that God has given us a promise of um, bright future? Amen. That's right. That's the way. You have to say it. Amen. That's how it's going to definitely happen. So when you say amen, you have to strongly say amen. Our future is something that will happen. There's no one who would know what our future is going to be. Probably there are some people who might know that their future is going to be like this. Is any of you would know? There's none, right? Don't ever say that your future that's going to happen that you know um, in the next few months. You can't even tell what's going to happen tomorrow. See? But what's gonna? What makes the difference? What do? What differentiate us um, among the other people? We have God who gives us the promises. So then we have to believe with faith that He will give us a beautiful future and a hopeful one. But the question is, how can we claim that promises? How can we grab that? for it to happen in our life. Let us learn. This morning, I'll give two points to all of us because it's not you know, being complained, but sometimes you know, my, my sermon's a bit too long. So today, um, yeah, we'll be a bit you know, if you want to interrupt it, it's, it's okay. You can raise your hand. So, <laughs> Let us take a look at the book of Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the purposes which I am purposing for you, says Jehovah. Purposes of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and hope. So we have to believe. So the first point is that we have to believe the fact that God will give us a good future. Is there amen? Is there any of you who says no? No, right? Praise God. We have to respond that. We have to believe in that. Because God will give us the best. God has his own plan for our lives. People can have you know, plans, but there is limitability. 
because we're human. We, because we don't know what tomorrow is going to be. Whether you're going to wake up in the morning or not. Am I right? Right or right. But God has planned and purposes for our life individually from ever since we were born until um, later on in the future. People might not know, even, you know, even like the biggest company, they have long-term planning, but the most they have probably 10 years long-term. But probably for small businesses, they probably have short-term, right? Who in here have 25 years to, you know, plan kind of thing, like what you're going to buy and whatnot. Stephen, oh, do you know what, Stephen, what do you want to be, Stephen? <laughs> so, don't assume that when God um, gives us the good things and everything is going to go smoothly and okay. Because we know that in every single problem that we face, it's a process for God to develop our character, to reach the, um, the target or in the purposes. For example, Joseph, we all know the story of Joseph, right? How they, it started with a dream and then you know they spoke about the dream yeah when he was young and then he was um hated, hated by his siblings and then he uh, he was put into um a pit and then he was sold it, and as soon as he get to Egypt oh he was like you know he was um uh convicted and everything and then he went into jail so that process right until when Joseph become the right-hand man of Pharaoh. You know how long it took? I remember. It's 13 years, period. I remember when I was in, um, when I heard in the retreat two years ago, Pastor Amos said it was 13 years. It wasn't a short period. But Joseph still kept hold of God's promises. And his character was developed until he could be he becomes the right-hand man of Pharaoh's and likewise with our lives. Don't ever think that as soon as God has given His promises to us that everything will go smoothly. People always say, oh, if this is God's plan, then I'm sure that it's going to go right. No, no, no. I can give you another example. When we, uh, when Abraham has called him to go um, out of the Urkas team, isn't that God's plan? But Abraham was hoped that, you know, when he was in that land, he had, um, he didn't have any food and everything. You know, like, he has to move out and he, you know, his wife is actually his own sister. See, because he is, you know, his sister is pretty and whatnot. I don't know why, but God has allowed him to do such thing. But God has, um, God was on his side. And that's the example that God has given to us, ha that all our problems that we don't hope for, we don't have, you know, we cannot determine the ending. 
And it doesn't mean that God's purposes or plan has um, slightly deviated. No, no. You probably thought, oh, when we have problems, oh, this might not be God's plan or whatever. I'll give a, uh, an example, Charlie. Let us give a um, round of applause to Charlie. Probably I can give a small testimonial. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, he, she, he took test, IELTS test for 13 times. See, it's 13 times, not 13 years, but, you know, <laughs> 13 times. He attempted it for 13 times. And God knows, imagine if Charlie has kept hold of that as a son or oh man. He probably thinks, oh, this is not God's plan for me to live um, in Australia. Oh, might as well go back. See, Charlie didn't pack his bag and went back to Indonesia. But Charlie says to me that it was the last minute for Charlie. Do you know, his, um, his visa, you know, if you don't get seven for IELTS, then you can't get a visa. And then Charlie said, that's okay. That's what I said. God likes it to be the last minute. It is true. Why? Because with the last minute, you will not forget of God's help right until the end of your days. Why? Because if you um you if you took one you know only one attempt of IELTS test, then you thought, oh, I'm pretty good. This is me. I'm good. But until 13 times, and if we don't just depend on rely on God. Then I believe, you know, Jali wouldn't forget, um, forget about this, even if he's 80 years old already. Same thing as me, how God always helped me in the last minutes, but it never passed the time. Is there a man? He never forgets, but God loves to give such time where we're right at the edge, about to fall off kind of thing, you know, when we're like hanging on the edge. But God will pull us in because His name will be glorified. Why? Because He wants to make this the fact that He is the only one, the source of help and the source of um, salvation. That is our God. Amen. He doesn't want us to doubt or be weary. Oh, we don't know whether I'm going to pass or not. You know, if you think about it, if we think, oh, whether we're going to pass or not, we might, you know. We might not need. I, I did a uh, driving test for two times and I failed. You know, before I took the test, I actually fast and pray first. Who actually have, you know, have done um, driving tests for more than two times? Because I've experienced that and I'm sure you know how it felt too. But, you know, the funny thing is for all the women, they just go for the test once and then they pass. You know, my wife, she never driven it at all. And then she got a full license from Indonesia. Isn't it great? But as soon as she did the, her first attempt for the test, she passed. You know? I felt quite proud. That's why. You know when I had the test, you know, the, um, the inspector was a female. You know, the driving instructor is a female. And she said, you failed. And I thought, huh? In my heart, oh yeah, maybe right. I've um, I've driven 13 years probably. At that time, I've driven a car for 13 years. You know, um, from Pekanbaru to Badang, that's like those uh, the cities in in Indonesia. 
no one's here from Sumatra, only my wife does. But <laughs> he's calling his wife. So that's anyway, that journey is quite a long journey, you see. It's right like in between like, you know, cuttings and whatnot. And I've done that like three or four times and, and it was at night and and then she when she said I failed the test and I thought, Whoa and then uh, and then she goes, I suggest you to go for driving school and I thought <laughs> I was so angry but I couldn't get angry in front of her. And then when I was told that well man, I've been driven for thirteen years and now she's asking me to go to a driving school <laughs> I thought, you know, I, I wanted to have a fight or something like that, but I didn't. I was so annoyed, so I didn't go to driving school again. And I did a second test, and I failed. And I failed. Now, it speaks to us the fact that we can be proud. Last, uh, and then the last, for the last attempt, I took the driving school a couple of hours, you know. <laughs> I took one hour of driving test. So what? He knows not for us to, he's not seeing how we can drive because he wants to see whether we know the rules or not, the Australian standards or not. The rules and the standards that has been play, put in place. You know, as uh, Indonesians, whatever, we never run through the rules, right? Every time I want to change lane, I just look at it uh, on the um, on the rear mirror, and you know I and you know what she said. You didn't even look at your shoulder, your black spot. And I said, there is a rear um, window. Why should I turn my head around? Oh no no, you can't. <laughs> Brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, our live feature, um, we wouldn't know, but, but Corey Tambum once said, never be afraid to trust at an unknown future to know God. I repeat, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. You know what it means? Don't ever be afraid to believe and entrust our unknown future to the God that we know. Who is the God that we know? Who? Jesus, his name is. <laughs> so, brothers and sisters in Christ, what are the things these days that makes us Sometimes to feel that God is leaving us, that God forgot about us. There are so many challenges and prayers that we haven't, you know, that we haven't got the answers from. They never say, "Oh, when God has promised things and everything will happen, then everything, all those problems will not um, support the, you know." the work that God has given to us. But it doesn't mean that God has changed and the purpose has changed. No, no. Probably the fact is that 
we have encountered so many problems you know looking for a job is so hard to um, even like you know doing an IELTS test is so difficult and um, probably like illnesses we still not healed yet but believe in that the fact that God wants everything to happen because he has his own plans for us he wants to develop our characters probably when we face that and when we encounter that we can say oh we can say oh god is so mean you know god is all you know why is god uh, treating me this way have you ever experienced that have you oh you never been oh well i have and no, oh, I'm pretty sure there's no one who um, actually admits, right? But do you know that when our problems get even harder, God's blessing will um, pour, be poured out even greater. Why? Because when those problems, you know, when God sees us that we are able, then we'll go up a level. See, people who goes to school, they need to um, to pass the test, right, to be able to go up one more year. See, imagine what, why wouldn't we have no exam? Everything will have a test and exams. Our faith needs to be tested and examined. Don't ever think that. We always encounter all these problems that makes us um, step backwards and feel down. God will give, uh, give it to us at the right moment according to His own time, not according to our time. We have to learn to believe in God, that God's own time is always right at His time. Probably you think, oh, in Australia, it's so hard to do business or whatnot. Throw away that thoughts, far, far away. Don't ever say, oh, you know, um, it's too difficult. I'll give you an example. People can be successful in Indonesia or even in Australia. It's who is it because of? No one knows. It's because of God. So, is it, you know, when people do business in Indonesia, they'll definitely successful? Yeah. And if not, they'll move away from God? Well, we know in Indonesia, it might be a lot easier to, um, to get a business because we don't need to assimilate it here. But I believe that God is the one who gives us the blessings. If there are so many um, regulations and whatnot, and even if it's God's blessings and who wants to be poured out over us, is there anything that's going to hinder that? No. So if God has given us the opportunity, I'm saying it's opportunity because there is its own time, because God has given that opportunity. Let us ask for wisdom from God, for us to be brave to move, um, to make the step to grab that and believe that if God has opened up a way, no one can close it. Is there amen?
want to give one picture illustration today Ifan will help me and this is a, a picture of God's hand so if you can see that's the photo um, a picture of God's palm hand the hand of God right when we are down and facing many problems don't forget that we are still in God's hand that is so strong we are in his control and God ha has taken control of all our problems so don't ever be uh, afraid but we need to believe that God has prepared us a beautiful future for us is there amen First Corinthians two um, verse nine says But as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this passage has reminded us that God's plan for his children to own a beautiful future is far greater than our own plans see the Bible has said whatever that eyes have not seen and not even heard by the ears or even come up into our um, into the heart of men and that's God's plan see if you say amen to this everything's gonna happen in your life but if there is no amen to that well I don't know because if you don't if you say amen it means that you have received it with your faith and it will happen uh, I want the light to be on again because <laughs> it's a bit dark <laughs> likewise us as parents is there any parents who doesn't want to see their kids to be successful even when they were you know still babies you have planted all right and I believe that Marcus Ahon including myself who's got a baby Daniel and whatnot the ones who haven't then you know you haven't but the ones who have then you can see you know when they were born you started to think oh what's my child's gonna become in the future do you think that God does not even have a plan for us no, God wants us to be more successful and to have a beautiful future in Him. That's why, don't be afraid or have any doubt with our lives. So the first thing is that we have to believe in God that He will give us the brightest future. The second thing, we have to be ready to be um, guided by God to enter His plans. Let us take a look at Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says Jehovah. For as the heavens 
are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. As it is said in the Bible, that God and us, we're different. We're completely different. Probably we are planning in such a way in, in here on earth, but God is different. I'm going to check it by um, taking, um, you know, taking a zip of water. <laughs> I've been singing and whatnot in the morning, so. As God's children, we have been given the wisdom from God to plan our lives. I'm pretty sure that we have our own goal settings, what you want to buy, what you want to become. But at the end of it, God is the only one who decides the direction of our steps. As it was said in Proverbs 16 verse 9, A man's heart plans his way, but Jehovah directs his steps. It is more clear in English translation. See, a man's heart plans his way. Us, as God's children, we have been given the wisdom in our mind to be able to plan our lives. That's why we have to be ready to match our plans according to God's direction that He has planned for us. God always gives us the best He can. Humans can think, oh, we can't see far away ahead. As it was said in Proverbs 16, verse 25 says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end of it is the ways of death. It is said to us that humans can only guess. We can plan in such a way, but we, cannot, we don't know what's going to happen at the end of it. That's why we have to be courageous to enter into the directions of God to, plan, uh, to enter His plan. Because everything that's good from God is not necessarily good for human. Am I right? Am I right? Is uh, is right? Am I? He just, you know, put it backwards kind of thing. And so, if it's not according to His heart, then it might not be good for us. See, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't come from God. Our future that is so beautiful according to human spectacles is always measured by materials. Am I right? If you, after you've got three um, properties, oh, you're so rich and successful. After you have three or four companies, wow, you're so successful. A lot of people measure it by materials. How many assets they've got, where do they live, what sort of cars they drive. Am I right? Alright, am I wrong? No one is no one wants to answer because Yeah, I'm I'm sure no one's here feels that way. But in my village there are a lot of people who feels that way. 
I came from village, you know, if you look at it, um, you know, when I was said that I came from a village, you know, in the past I wouldn't take it because it's village, you know. But from the city where I came from, if you look at it, it's only like a dot in terms of like Indonesian map kind of thing, you know, and people, you know, people say, oh, it's a pity that you live in such a small place. But if you know that over there, everyone's, me um, everyone's successfulness is measured by material. Oh, you're um, the kid of Shalu. Oh, he, he's a manager and whatnot. No one asks or whatnot. Oh, he's, um, you know, he's, uh, his salary is 5 million rupees. And no one even asks for it. Oh, he's, um, his salary is probably like 25 million with like three houses or whatnot. See, people don't even ask, but they give you all those information. See, you know what it means? People always measure the sex successfulness only with materialists. Is our life it's only there with for the materials or for money? See, all your eyes will have do dollar signs if you do. You know, all you can see is the dollar signs and everything. I believe that the future that is so beautiful and hopeful that God has planned for all of us is far greater than all that. Amen. It's far greater than all those materials that we might have. It's far greater than that. If you only limit ourselves with that limits, then it's you know it's too bad. It's you're so pitiful because God is far greater than that. God wants to give like a good relationship with God. As a father and a child, he wants us to be close to him. Now the question is, how do we know that God's own, you know, what God plans is in our life? We have our plans, and God also has His plans. We have to match our plans with God's plans so then everything will happen beautifully and synchronized. There is no other way but to seek the Lord. Is there a child who knows what their parents are planning to make? what their parent, parents are planning to do when, you know, when they see their parents, are, you know, once a year kind of thing. To meet the moms, only in Mother's Day, or to meet dad, you know, in every Father's Day. Oh, happy Mother's Day, dad, uh, Mother's Day, mom, and happy Father's Day, dad. And after that, he's gone, disappeared. See, it's likewise for us with ha having our relationship with God. Do we have a relationship with God? Because the only way is that when we have a close relationship with God, that is the time where we can understand even more and be more sens sensitive of what our calling is and God's plans that He has prepared for us. Is there any? Can I see a hands who always 
have um, daily devotion with God. Amen. Amen. For those who haven't, then let us all start a decision. Not just a promise. Promise can become just a promise. If you continue to postpone it, it won't become a promise that is fulfilled. So we have to build our relationship, personal relationship with God, with our daily devotion. We have been given 24 hours from God for a day. You know, probably eight hours to sleep in or people who sleep for six hours or whatever. And then eight hours for work. We still have another eight hours to watch TV, to study, eat, have shower and etc. But the question is, how much time have we given to to God? Do we just put aside a time? You know, people can say, oh, yeah, if I got time. Uh, yeah, people always say that, you know, when they're so tired with time, then they'll do it. Or when, we're, when they're cornered, then they started to look for God. Have you ever heard the... Um, have you had the phrase of uh, there is a stream behind a stream cracker? So there is a stream behind the um, stream cracker. In Indonesia, there are plenty, but you know that's only when we have our own wants. That's when we start to make closer relationship with God. If not, then you'll just forget about God. Is that what you want with the relationship with God? We, do we want to know what God's direction in our life is? Then let us all make the decision. Not tomorrow, but today. Today, make that decision. Promise yourself and to God that we'll give our time. Preparing our time, not to put aside time, but prepare a time. You know, if you put aside the time, then you'll say, oh, yeah, if I've got a chance, I'll come. See, if you've got time, then you'll attend, right? But, yeah, likewise, if you, you know, if you put aside time, then, you, po- you know, you probably can't do it in the morning. Yeah, but you can do it at night, wherever you are, whenever. Even when you're driving, but don't close your eyes. <laughs> Because when you do, then it's going to be dangerous. If you want to, if you want to close your eyes, don't close your eyes too uh, too long, because otherwise you get beeped. So how do we build a relationship with God? Without that connection, then we can't do anything. If you know, let alone knowing what God's plan is. How do we know what God wants to do with our lives? No, we can't. I want to give another illustration. Who in here who is at night, every time you charge your mobile phone? Do you charge your mobile phone every night? Uh, is that those of you who haven't raised your hand, you don't have any mobile phones? <laughs> See, I'm, I'm pretty sure the, you know, the kids, even kids, they have mobile phones now. But anyway, every night, what do we do with our mobile phone? We recharge it, right? Is it right or not? 
including me, I recharge my phone at night. Why? Why is it that we need to recharge it? So then we can use it, right? So then we can use it, what is it for? To make phone calls, uh, you know, even your boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, if it's not, then Cisco will be disappo uh, disappointed. Why? Because it's low bad. Likewise with God. If we don't have that recharge, uh, you know, our life kind of thing, when God wants to contact to us, we're having a low bad, you know, low battery. Low bad, we can't be contacted at all. Am I right? We can't be contacted. We will be in low bad situation. What does that mean? Then it's just a slump because God can't speak to us. See? Oh, this kid, you know, um, I can't contact him because he's got low bad. So, yeah. So if we remember that we have to recharge our phones at night, then we have to remember that we need to recharge ourselves with God. Amen? <laughs> Let me have a sip of water first. <laughs> Brothers and sisters in Christ, the plans that we have can always change when God gives us better plans for us. And we have to synchronize it with Him. If we do that, then I believe that we'll, He will direct us to a beautiful ending. A testimonial I've never dreamt of to live in Australia. I believe that some of you agree with me that you've never dreamed of um, living in Australia. When I was in high school, senior high school, I saw my friends who um, who quit school from my school and go and study abroad. Some people go to America, to England, to Australia, or even Singapore, and I thought, wow. They're so great, you know, so lucky. They Because at that time, I don't like English at all. My English was so low, like I just made it. Um, I got a six. And I was so proud how a lot of people, wow, they're so good. They can go to Australia to study and whatnot. And I've never had any plans at all. But I don't know. See, we don't know because at the right time, God has given me an opportunity to come here to study. And, in, and His plan is not just happen like that. At that time, my wife was still in Indonesia. The plan was for me to come here to study. And then after study, I go back and get married, right? To go back and then two years later, I get married, right? But it didn't happen that way. It completely changed. As soon as I came for study, and I thought, man, it's so hard. It was so hard to be apart from my um, beloved. And I couldn't take it because, you know, before I came to Australia, I already, um, I already went out with my ex. 
my that is my wife now for eight years so we're so close we're just as close as a stamp with an envelope you know uh, wherever you go there's always Julian and Steven Julian and Steven so to be a party was so difficult but then I studied for six months and I said to my parents oh mom and dad I want to get married <laughs> Because at that time, if I don't get um, if I don't get married, I won't be able to take her here. See, my parents said, "No, I have to get married first. So I said, "Oh, I waited for her to finish study, and then we had a, we got married. And you know what? After I came back here, I studied and whatnot, and started working, and then I had a uh, an opportunity to go back to Indonesia for two years. And that I went back here again. And let's take a look. There's always changes after changes to our plans. But at the end of it, I felt that when I get together with this church, you know, I was working day, you know, morning, day and night. And everyone said, oh, if you're working um, morning, day and night, when are you going to sleep? It is right. I started working right bright morning and then until late at night. But one day I've already shared here, right? I was um I was threatened with a gun on my head, you know. When when we look back we can laugh, but when that happened, we couldn't at all, right? That's why I quit and I you know, I quit my job and then I left and then because at that time I was still in doubt and then you know what Pastor Aga said Steve come on let's come to Dynamic Saturday let's start um, learning the Bible but I didn't want to at that time you know um, after being robbed I still you know n don't want to work for six months and even my friend said Stephen you've got um, because I was robbed three times already with the gun, the, the occasion with the gun, it was the third time, you know, third time lucky, it's not, you know, the fourth time probably. So it's been three times being robbed and I was all right and God protected me. And then I prayed to God, God, I'm willing to. I quit from my job and I've got more time to um, to attend the Bible um, study, learning the homiletics and everything. And today, I'm here, right here be before you. It's not because of my plan. Don't ever think that we are, you know, we and we can feel that, oh, I can't do anything, I'm not able to do anything. No, no, no. Every one of us, we, have, we are able because we have our own individual callings. Don't um, don't compare one another because before God each and every one of you are God's servants the most important thing is our hearts our hearts that is willing to serve the Lord with all our hearts and that's what matters God doesn't say oh wow if you're the you know preacher you're good if you're an usher it's not so good no 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 to God everything every role is the same when someone is being called to preach then they are you know they can be a good preacher and if God has called you to be usher it's good you know you smile all the time you give that smile see we have a training of you know um, uh, like a toothpaste smile kind of thing see 
let us all appreciate every single role in serving the Lord. God appreciates that. Today is quite a short one, isn't it? Because <laughs> I'm almost there. <laughs> do you want more? Do you want more? Or do you want longer ones? <laughs> so let's take a look at another um, passage in Romans chapter 8, verse 31. It says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Brothers and sisters in Christ, if you want to be a winner and have victory over our future, then let us all have that faith, the fact that God is for us. He's not our enemy. He's not against us, but He is our God who is always on our sides and who always, you know, um, be our lawyer. Don't ever think that when we have problems, God will turn his, uh, hair, um, his face away from us. But no, everything that God has allowed to happen is to bring goodness for all of us. Let us take a look at Romans chapter, Romans chapter 8, verse 8. It is said that, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. According to His purpose. See, everything that happens before we reach that target, that is just a process. God is working together. You know, when, you know, when we have problems, don't think that, oh, God has left me and God's forgotten about His plan. No, 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 no. Don't give up. So, before I conclude, I want to give another, the, the last illustration, picture illustration. We can take a look at this. This is a, such a good illustration. See, that's God's hands that is so big that it's opening up the gate for this couple. Same thing as us. In God, when, when He opens that gate, He will, you know, He will guide us to enter His kingdom. So if we want to go in there, we have to be brave to make the decisions. Sometimes, when we have to um, make decisions, they, they have consequences. When I decided to quit my job, when I was robbed and, you know, I was down. Is Charlie here? Uh, is Ali here? Charlie uh, said to me, hey, are you crazy when I quit my job? Charlie said, I, I, you know, I was stupid. Because at that time, Australia had the recession, so people get terminated and redundant, uh, made redundant and everything. But Arlene said, are you stupid? Are you crazy? 
Why is it that you can make that decision? Even people, it's so hard for them to find a job. And I said, my God is a great God. Even my parents said, before you know, before you quit the job, you have to really think about it through, you know, because I'm cleaner. Like I'm a clean. I have a cleaning uh, business, right? And they said, oh, cleaning. It's not you know, not a busy um, business and everything. And my in-law, parents, in-law said to me, oh, I said, no, nah, I believe that. The God that I worship, He is such a great God. He is able to fulfill my needs in whatever problem I am. And I have proven it. Uh, as soon as I, I quit the job, it was in winter. Er, you know, everyone had no job or whatnot. But everyone blessed me. See, when we believe in God, when we believe, like when we entrust ourselves into God, then... Oh, uh, you feel the tingle, whether, you know, whether, it, is it right that God is with me? You know, you probably have some sort of like doubt or whatever. But we want to learn that when we entrust ourselves into God fully, then I believe that God will never um, let go of us. Is there a man? So for today, I want to conclude that let us entrust our lives into God's mighty hand. He never leaves us alone. He even has a greater purpose and plan in our lives. What is it that we have to do? What are the steps that we need to take? The first step is for us to believe that God has entrusted a beautiful and hopeful um, future for us. And the second step is that we have to be ready and willing to be guided and directed by God to enter His great plan. Is there amen? Amen. I want to invite all the musicians to come forward.